Featuring excerpts from their first three original shows, you're listening to the best of Minneapolis 911. Now, here is L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray. Yo, we got a lot to talk about. There's a lot going on in the city of Minneapolis, good and bad. You know, uh, we love living in Minneapolis. We love downtown. I live right in the heart of downtown, and there's so much development going on. Everywhere you look, there's a crane in the skyline. There's a crane over top of my building, actually. Every day I look up, I go, hope that crane doesn't fall. Well, I thought, so I'm, I'm worried about the crane thing falling on me, too, but I thought the development of the city was good. What are your thoughts? Well, it, you know, I'm, I have a mixed, a mixed emotion about it. It's good. I'm glad that it's developing. But, but is it developing? is it a developing bubble that's going to burst? Because they're building, I mean, look at Uptown. They destroyed Uptown with development. They I did. Think. I live in Uptown, and I, I feel like they destroyed it, too. It's not the Uptown that I There's moved no to culture originally. there. There's no charm. It's just all these thrown-together prefab apartment buildings. It's a bunch of millennials that yes. moved into rental properties. Right, so is, is that going to be what downtown is? And, you know, they, they've, they've pretty much forced... Well, pushed out. I don't know about force, but there's no street-level retail in Minneapolis anymore, left hardly at all. I mean, you have a few on Nicolette Mall. There's there's zero on Hennepin. And if you look back, if I looked at a picture the other day of Hennepin Avenue in the 70s. It was just nothing but retail stores. What like, do you think Mary Tyler Moore would say about that? Because, you know, she was throwing up her hat and, you know, right outside of a well, lot of I, retail stores on Nicolette Mall. I, What's happening with Nic- Nicolette Mall right now? And not, Nicolette, what do you think she would say about it i like to know what's happening with nicolette mall now because i haven't seen not one worker out there i walk past it every day and it's been nice out like the the, the building they're building next to me they're working 20 they work every single day even in the 30 degree weather they're out there working i've not seen one thing move on nicolette mall you know so, i've seen a lot of workers but they're protesting they're all from the unions <laughs> i think there's something wrong going on on nicolette mall i think somebody's walked off the job and i think it's at a standstill i don't know for fact but I think it is because there's no progress, zero. And, and I walk by every day in the Skyway, and I look down both sides, and the, there's the bulldozer that sits there at, at 7th and Hennepin has not moved in weeks. Nothing's been touched. So mm-hmm. I think that's at a standstill. And I know that that's at a standstill. I heard some about some pavers or something that walked off the job. I don't know the full details, but I know it's, something's going on there. So you think that the retail is declining and well, then well, also just, well, just think the about progress this. of the redevelopment is declining. Do you feel that I have the credentials to run that bulldozer? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was my main question. I don't think you could even start the bulldozer. I don't think I could. I don't I don't really know what a bulldozer is. You know, so I, I I just could have you explain a, I just, that first. I just, and, and and I just heard yesterday, you know, they just they uh they they just there is some new retail that moved in, sports authority. But they went bankrupt this week. They, they just filed for bankruptcy. So, oh. so uh, like, are they going to close? And I guarantee Do they feel you, ashamed? Like, do, did they feel bad about it? I mean, it? it's the only new store on Nicolet, and now it's, do- it's done, I think. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know if they're going to restructure. But usually when a whole entire company files bankruptcy, they close all their stores. And I'll tell you what. It takes me back to, do our leaders of this city know what they're doing? Do, do they know how to do this? Because it seems like there's a lot of problems. Even the park that they're building at the stadium, the parks, now that park, the people who were building that park were in a lawsuit when we hired them. They've lost the lawsuit and now filed for bankruptcy. Now, I believe the company 
that company is still going to build the park, but now they're a bankrupt company building the park? I mean, doesn't I don't even understand that. But I, it just makes me wonder. I had an aunt once that went bankrupt, and she did not build anything. Right, so, right. Yeah, so, I, so I'm worried about that. I'm, I'm no, worried they, too. They, they, can get, they can get a quarter of their way into it, take most of our money, and go, you know what? We're done. And, and take our money. So I, I worry about it. And I, and I believe, I feel that this city's way over-governed, like way over-governed. Not only do we have a dozen neighborhood councils. Oh, we, we had about that, we had, yeah. we had the downtown council, the city council. We have so many people that it takes so much to get one thing. Like if you want to move that soda can over two inches, a hundred people have to okay it. So right. it, it, it's just ridiculous. And and, and I'll, I'll be honest, I've sat at a lot of these board meetings and... Which board meetings? The council meetings? Yep, okay. downtown council and city council meetings. And I, I mean, I, I'm not joking around and I hate to, I hate to, I hate to make light of it, but I, I actually think some of them have some mental illness issues. Like, I really <laughs> do. I think, I think that they have, there's some mental, mental illness. You know what? I think so too. I really, but, really do. But yeah, here, so... So what I hear you saying is there are too many cooks in the ki- in the kitchen. And right? too many crazy cooks. And some of the cooks might be putting too many of their mental illness drugs in their recipes. I tell you, I've heard questions and then I've heard answers and I went, what the hell was that lady talking about? Because it wasn't even on the same subject was matter. Was it me? It was not you. Oh, <laughs> thank but God. When, when somebody asks a, a question at a city council meeting and the answer has nothing to do with the subject they're talking about, Either they're true politicians and just talking Dodging. in circles, or they're crazy people. And, you know, so I am worried about the future of downtown. You know, we were talking about uh, rentals and uh, what happens when they're all going to flip the condos eventually because they can't stay. I mean, mo- most rentals, I mean, they're building so many rentals. Uh, first of all, I want to know who's living in all these rentals. Are you living in a rental downtown? I'm not living in a rental downtown. No. And I don't know that I would be. Have you seen the, what they cost? No. How much? How much are they? They're Can ridiculous. I afford it? I'm on a comedian salary. They are so. ridiculous. I've seen 500 square foot studios. I can afford about for 12, 500 dollars for 1250. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, outside my price range. Most one bedrooms are in the 3,000 and 3,000 dollar range. 2,500 to 3,200 dollars for one bedroom. Two bedrooms, so and, that, and they're, they're and they're the crappier ones. If you wanted the higher upper levels that are like full glass and all, they're crazy money. I mean, cra- like I'm talking like five thousand, six thousand, like Sex in the City, like New York City. Got the yes, you're talking, Ooh. you're talking Trump Towers prices, and and I want to Trump. <laughs> and I want I want to know who's 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 living in these places. Okay, take the big building they built in Loring Park. That thing is. Have you seen that? You mean the, uh, uh, yeah, I have seen it. I mean, it looks like a Vegas hotel. Yeah. I mean, it's massive, and it has a 24-hour diner in the bottom. Yeah. And that, they're, they're so expensive, and I heard that they're not that filled. I'm not saying this is a fact, but I was told they're only, like, 35% occupied. I don't know if that's a fact, but that's what I've been told. Well, uh, so, well here's the thing. All right, so... You think, and this is what I heard so far, that our city council is overdeveloping and then creating a problem 
I that think, they cannot solve right now. Is I that think correct? they're all, you know, remember, keep in mind. Can I tell you a secret? Sure. I've heard from many business leaders in the city that Betsy Hodges is a huge problem right now and she's not making correct decisions. Would you agree with that? Yes or no? Absolutely. Okay. I've never met her in person, but like I've seen pictures of her and she looks, she looks pretty. She, she is. She's probably the, the best looking mayor Minneapolis ever had. Well, that's she nice. looks, she, she's prettier in person than on TV, than on print. I'm so jealous, but she's not making good, good decisions. She is, she so is it'd making. So it would be like me being the mayor, which would be a horrible idea. Cause I would just say and yes you know to what? everything. And you know what? I would compare you to her <laughs> being mayor. I actually really would. I think you and her would be a pretty good matchup of. of Maybe of, we would be best friends. Betsy, no, but I think Betsy, you could be the same mayor as her. Just call me or email me. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I know. I know. I know this. I know this. I was told that she had hired some consultants. And and she, she, I know she's in money. She's got some money issues. I know. I know she only has like eleven thousand dollars in her campaign account, which is nothing, zero. You might as well have eleven cents. And I know she spent a lot of money, and she owes she owes herself money. She took out a loan from herself to pay for some consultants. How do you take a loan from yourself? Well, you, she couldn't take it from her campaign account because there was no money there. Oh. So she borrowed it from herself. So okay. So so so, was, so, so right. now now she and now I think that was over the uh, the Jamar Clark whole Jamar Clark deal and the the overtaking of Fourth Precinct. She needed. She didn't have the leadership to deal with it and know what to do. So she had to hire consultants. So now she hired consultants for that. So now I hear that our our Tennepin County Mike Freeman attorney has, I've been told, and it's just rumor, my opinion, that no charges will be filed against any officer of MPD for that shooting. So now she has now, I've been told again, which is speculation, that she has hired more consultants, consultants okay. because now the, the, the shit's going to hit the fan. I wonder if she'll hire me to be a consultant because I think I would do a really good job. I, I'm surprised she hasn't lo- completely lost her mind yet. I'm surprised that I am not her like right-hand woman. I kind of feel bad for her in a way, but she made most of this, and the reason why I say that you know, she, she, she's not a newbie. She was on city council. She was there the whole time. Rybeck dug this hole. So, so, you know, and they she did. She tried they, to dig her way out, and she couldn't. I don't think she tried to dig her way out. Because she was trying too hard with her personal appearance, like I do. I, I, I somebody told me, and, I, and I, I'm going to be, I'll be, I'll be totally honest. I've been told by somebody in, in city government that she, that she and, this is a this is secondhand, you know hearsay, that she said one time I want I I want to be known as the hottest mayor, <laughs> so and I I agree I think she, I, I think she's the <laughs> she's best looking mayor very, in Minneapolis history. She's much prettier than Ventura. And you know what? She, I, she, I she, the other day I, there was a 60 year anniversary thing for downtown council, and I got out of my table left my table early because I knew it was letting out and I wanted to get out of there. So I went to the door like before the crowd, and she was the first person to get up to leave. So she walked like right in front of me, and she smiled and waved at me. She's very pretty in person, but but I have to. Were you turned on like a tiny bit? Was Nancy jealous? Did you, did you guys have like a domestic? Uh, no. Later because but I do Betsy but I, I do think she's I do think she's attractive and uh but she's but I <laughs> and and but she's she's kind of 
I don't know. I don't have, I'm my biggest talent's knowing people, and she is a tough one to figure out. She will. She won't meet with me. Okay. One on one. Well, I didn't really want to meet with you <laughs> either. But I mean, I showed up. She won't meet with me one on one ever. I con I constantly ask her to meet with me one on one. She won't do it. A unique and inspiring dining choice. That's Bank Restaurant in downtown Minneapolis. Housed in a beautifully restored circa 1900 bank building, it's the perfect place for a casual breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Featuring modern American dining, where fresh local ingredients combine with a historic yet revitalized setting for a truly unique dining experience. A four-star surrounding with a casual price. Whether it's a power lunch, lunch with your girls, or romantic dinner, Bank Restaurant is a lively and effervescent new way to dine at 88 South 6th Street in downtown Minneapolis, where four stars meets casual dining. Their boxes. Ooh, you got it, you got it? I got it. I don't got it. Our boxes. <sighs> Perfect. Have reinforced sides and moisture barrier. Simply self-storage. We sell boxes. Find us at simplyss.com. Tired of the big box store? Hello? Is anybody out there? Had it with mom and pop hardware stores? OMG, it was just here last week. Want something just right? That's Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store. At Buyswingers, we have it all. Power equipment, outdoor living, hardware, a place where neighbors help neighbors complete that backyard renovation, paint your home, or just let you know what food that cardinal in your tree wants for supper. Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store with more. 35 West North to County Road 96, exit 28A in New Brighton. Gotta move. We sell moving supplies to help it go smoother. Simply Self Storage. We sell boxes and packing supplies. Find us at simplyss.com. You're listening to the best of Minneapolis 911 with LA Nick and Hesley Ray. I want to raise the bar for our black community and help them reach that bar and keep pushing them up and up and up and up and up instead of pushing them down. And I haven't figured out the motive of why the city wants to push our black community down, but they do, and they constantly do. And, and it, it, it's, it's That's a, what I was going to ask, is what, what the motive would be. Wouldn't we all want to be successful? You're talking about now segregation completely. So you think that, that these companies are, are segregated to the point where they're, like, they're hiring mostly white people? educated people well, it's probably it's probably 95 it's probably like a 95 percent white ratio employment base and in, where where are we getting our stats from because i i know uh, that you mentioned no, the is, biz journal there was an article where an article we the ranked the last on on segregated yeah we're, we're, the, we're the worst in the country we're the worst in the country yes okay and and tell me a little bit more about that, and then the link to that is also going to be on your website. The link to that is it will be is on my blog, Meet My Minneapolis. Okay. It's a story called "The Brainwashing of a City," and uh, and it, it's all it, the link on there is from the Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal, and it talks about how our black community is the most segregated black community in the nation, and and there's multiple reasons, and it's not just w one side's fault; it's both sides' fault. We we have, like I said, a white collar town. 
that has to have college graduation to, to get a job. And then we have a black community that's life life welfareers. They've been on welfare for life. And then we have we, we're on a, we're on a, probably our third or fourth generation of of kids raised by either a grandmother or an aunt with they don't have two parents in their lives. I mean, literally, I, I, I mean, my my estimate would be a high percentage have one or no parents in their lives. So they're raised by other kids in the streets. And we have a lot of problems. Gang activity is growing so fast that you can't, you can't even comprehend it. And you're saying that, that, that it's, it's raising because of the fact that they can't get good jobs in our city. It's our, it's, it's our or in com- Hennepin County. It's our community's fault. We let them fall. We let our brothers fall. And we l- watched it happen. Instead of le- kept, we kept lowering the bar. We said, you know what? That's okay. You can do that. We'll, we'll accept that. Do you and, think and, that and, maybe it's a funding issue for the public schools? Like they didn't have enough funding, and now we've got national pressure to to uh, have a graduation rate. So the schools don't have no, the funding. No, I don't. And so, I think I don't think it's a school problem. I think it's a okay. it, it's a bad behavior. Per, people with bad behavior problem. They weren't taught good behavior from from as a child. You got to you got to have. Be so you're behaved. talking about two separate issues. Though you're talking about how a the the city can can help control this or fix this, and b the family situation. Well, the city doesn't want to fix it. <laughs> they want to and go the that's opposite. That's the controversy, <laughs> and so, so, and we don't know the motive there yet. The city, except we're well, going to get to I the bottom think, of well, it. Well, no, I think I do know the motive of it. Okay, what's well? Let's talk about that. What's the what's their? I motive? think the motive is county and federal funding. They want that county and federal funding for people that are on own, that, that are on welfare and can't get a job. And I think that they get something out of that. They get money from it. You know, remember, we have so, we have a huge surplus of money. Why isn't it being used? Where's the money going? I want to know where the money's going. I want some. I want some too. Can I? Can but, I have but some? I, I'll give it to everybody else before I take any. Because I tell you what, I've talked to multiple schools. I talked to Eastside Services about drugs and alcohol. I talked to Stan- uh, Sanford Brown University about drugs and alcohol. We have a lot of kids in trouble, serious trouble. And I've talked to a lot of kids on the streets. They're in trouble. And I, and I, and all the ones I talk to have very little parents in their lives. They'll see their, their mom or dad like once every couple of months. They all live with a grandmother or aunt or in, in, in foster care. They're all been to rehab multiple times at young ages. I'm talking 13-year-old heroin addicts. We have problems, and and it's 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 our society's fault. Our village. We don't have a village mentality. We don't step up. People here turn a blind eye. We got to stop turning a blind eye. Stop lowering the bar. Stop saying it's okay. That's okay. We'll accept that. We won't accept that. So it's you unacceptable think, do you behavior. Think that's more about. Like the Minnesota mentality of, of it being a passive culture, or yes. do you think it's a white versus black nope. issue? I think it's a passive culture that we go that's acceptable. You know what? Bad behavior is not acceptable. I'm sorry, it's not. 
got spring fever? Get out, get on, and take a scenic cruise to Belle Plaine Motorsports to start the adventure of a lifetime. All the latest speed and power that is Triumph, plus more genuine Triumph apparel, gear, parts, and accessories than any other dealer in the Twin Cities. No other bikes on the road can compare to the true Triumph. Belle Plaine Motorsports is the Twin Cities headquarters for Triumph bikes, gear, and accessories. Located off Highway 169 and Main Street, enter keyword adventure on this station's website for details. Wow, Betty, your remodel looks great. The dining room floor, the gorgeous plush carpet in the living room. I'm so jealous. I want this in my house. Linda, you can. It's easy. I just called Cap Carpet and Flooring and got a free in-home estimate. Then took my ideas to the showroom and Cap's excellent design staff went to work, helping me pick out the perfect style, fabrics, and colors. They really made my ideas come to life. At Cap Carpet and Flooring, we listen to your ideas. And from design concept to Cap's professional installation, Cap makes it easy for your design vision to come to life. Whether it's a remodel or a new home design, Cap helps our customers find the best products for their lifestyle. Hey, Linda, where are you off to? Well, I'm off to Cap Flooring and Carpet. I got great ideas for my guest room. Hey, wait for me. Cap Carpet and Flooring in New Brighton. Stop in or call for an appointment today. 651-636-2617. 651-636-2617. Cap Carpet and Flooring, where design becomes you. So you're not talking so much about racial, but, con- but, like like the but, a race war. You're talking about a culture that we've developed here. Absolutely, I think I think our our black community is pissed off because we've put the society here, the culture in Minnesota, has pushed them down to the bottom, and then they have. Listen, let me tell you a quick story. I was on this is a true story. I oh was God, the, I, I can't was, wait. <laughs> I was on the light rail. I was on the light rail, and I, re- I I used to take the light rail a lot. I don't take it anymore because I see too many fights. But I used to take it all the time. I was on the light rail one day, and there was an older black woman, in her, probably in her late 60s. And she had three little tiny kids with her. I mean little, like two, four, and six. Aww. And she called those kids every name in the book. Ugh. Get over here, you motherfucker. I mean, every oh, name in the book. Grandma. I mean, and I was just like, couldn't believe. She called them the N-word. called them everything. What? Oh, yeah, over and over again. Grandma. And I was just like, wow. That's a so no-no. I, so she needs to, to put light, a quarter to, in her to swear light, jar. To lighten things up, I said, hey, how old's the, how old's the little boy? He's cute. She's like, oh, he's four. I go, yeah, he's a cutie, man. And uh, she goes, yeah, he's, he's a good-looking boy. And I said, hey, you know, you might want to think about what you're calling those kids. Because they're pretty impressionable at that age. And, and right away, she told me, she goes, she said, it's like, mind your own business. And she didn't talk to me again. So so I was staying on the train. It was I was going all the way to the Mall of America. She got off a stop before me. And, she, and on her way past me, she stopped. And she put her hand on my shoulder, and she said, you might be right. Oh, so I planted a seed in her nice. ear. I planted a seed like in her story. ear. So so it, it's just it's just... Telling people, you know what? That's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. Our pop culture has even gl- started glorifying this gangster behavior of "Hey, mother, the gun," and and and, and it, 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 it's tore a hole so big in the fabric of America. I don't know if it could be fixed in my lifetime. I mean, I have about 280 months left to live. That's about it. So I don't think in my life. I think probably less than that. I mean, that's just my. No, if my everything opinion. if everything goes <laughs> like well, thirteen. Months. If everything goes well, I have about two hundred eighty months left to live. Seriously, that's about when I'll die, in about two hundred eighty months. 
if everything goes well. So I don't think it could get fixed in my lifetime. But you know what? I'm going to make an effort. You want to plant the seeds. I'm going to make an effort to get at least Minneapolis black community back into society and not have this establishment that's running this city, these elite people that are running Minneapolis that keep pushing our black community down. And they are. They're pushing them down. You don't understand. So you're thinking they're, the, the black community, they're overwhelmed. They're not uh, being educated properly. And then because they're so overwhelmed and stressed out and because we've glorified this type of behavior, now we're allowing we're allowing grandmothers to openly call their children MFers. And, and it's... It's our responsibility as a culture absolutely, to, to plant that seed in everyone to say, let, let, we're going to change it. And we're going to start here. A village mentality. And, and what you said to that, uh, that older woman on the, the train is what we should all be trying to do if we hear that kind of thing. You know what? Say, you if know if what? somebody doesn't know that's something's wrong, say, hey, you know what? That's not cool, man. And you can do it in, in a nice way. You don't have to be a, a You can be Minnesota nice about it. Yeah, you don't you have to be a nice When your child has trouble and challenges in math, it can lead to problems at home or school and low self-esteem. Mathnasium is here to help. At Mathnasium, we take time to fully understand your child's strengths and weaknesses and create an individual program tailored to their needs with the Mathnasium method. Your student will understand math, and when you understand, you don't have to memorize. Unlock your child's potential and open up their world to the wonderful puzzle called math. Check this radio website, keyword math. At Mathnasium, we make math make sense. Turn it up! Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. Yeah. Open Tables Diner's Choice Award winner and the top event destination in Minnesota for Fortune 100 companies. Oh my, yeah. Seven offers the freshest seafood and the best beef that only comes from humanely grown boutique ranches. Seven is the premier dining and entertainment venue with a mood to fit every experience. The Steakhouse, the Sushi Bar, the Ultra Lounge, and the gorgeous Sky Bar Rooftop, delivering an awe-inspiring view of Minneapolis. By far the best venue in the city to hear electronic dance music and hip-hop. I got your attention now! Seven has it all. If you want the best, it's Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. On the air with Ricky Rocket. Ricky, you just finished your farewell tour. What's next for the Rocket? The answer is simply. What? Simply self-storage. They've got it all. Both traditional storage for my amps and equipment to climate control to help control extreme temperatures, dust and humidity for my famous guitars. And talk about safety and convenience. Computerized gate access, 24-hour camera surveillance, and on-site staffing. Simply self-storage. Visit them today at simplyss.com. Look down the street. It's a car. It's a, it's a truck. No, it's Super Shuttle. Super Shuttle, the blue and yellow vans that pick you up from your office or home. Super Shuttle to the airport, corporate office, or a night on the town. Super Shuttle picks you up and takes you there. No more hassling with luggage or airport parking. Eliminate the expense of taxis, the traffic jam, or that creepy guy on the bus. Call Super Shuttle today. 1-800-BLUE-VAN. That's 1-800-BLUE-VAN. Super Shuttle will pick you up and take you there. You're listening to Minneapolis 911 with L.A. Nick and me, Ashley Ray. We're going to talk about things that the city does not want to talk about. 
the, the claim that you're making about the, the city council itself not supporting our, our police department and then the problems that we're seeing is a huge concern. Our city government does not po- what, support our blue. That, blue that, is, that is a huge, I, I would say, if, if you're listening to this, that's, that is a huge problem. And I think, and our, I think, our, our, current mayor, I think our current mayor, Betsy Hodges, is, is probably the worst mayor that's to support the men in blue. And you sh- she'll say different, but I talk to cops. I talk to a lot of cops. And what are you hearing from them? that They get zero support. They're not allowed to do anything. They're, they they can't even stop. They can't even stop somebody until the crime's already committed. They, there's no prevention. There's no crime prevention going on in Minneapolis. They've had their, their wow. everything stripped from them. If somebody was walking behind you, this is a fact. If you were walking down Hennepin Avenue and there was a guy walking behind you, I don't care what color of race he was, and he had a brick in his hand with his hand up like this. A cop couldn't do anything. And he's he holding you. his hand up right now like he's going to, Ellie Nick, are you going to hit me? Okay. They could not do anything until I hit you in the head with that brick. Well, you know, I wish they would. No, 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 no. They no, can't, no, if it was they, a gun, because no, if it was a gun, they could, they could shoot you. Shoot me? No, shoot the guy with the gun. <laughs> but so, so it, it's, it, 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 and then the reason why that is it's a Democrat-run city government. And they're all on board with Obama against guns. So, so where is it all now? Instead of guns, everybody start using baseball bats. Do you ban all baseball bats? If everybody started using swords, do you ban all swords? Does everybody start using a brick? Do you ban bricks? Like, where is it in? It just comes down to bad behavior people. Our problem is we have bad behaved people doing bad things. And and you got and there's no prevention and there's no support and then also we're talking about this divide between the society and the police department where we're turning against them as and a society. And going back, we got to go back. And as no, this is corny, and it goes back to the Reagan days. But we got to get back to family values, man. We need family values. We need a mom and dad going their kid. You know, that ain't right. You can't do that. That that's bad behavior. And it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, that's bad behavior. You, you mf'er. I don't want to really get into politics. I don't really want to get into politics. But the the core difference between Republicans and Democrats, if you go way back to the beginning of this country, is Democrats believe that everybody is born good, and they're taught bad behavior. Where Republicans believe everybody's born bad, and you're constantly taught to be good throughout your life. I've never heard that theory. But it's true. It's true. And and, and, and that's why I am, I I consider myself a Republican. I think everybody is born with bad behavior, and you have to be taught to be good. And and continuously throughout your whole entire life. You might be right. Because, yeah, I had to teach my kids to, you know, uh, go to the bathroom and the toilet. If you just let your kids be their own, you know what? They're going to be the worst kids ever. I I just want it. To get a village mentality, and I want I want us to all be equal, man. And there's no reason why we can't be. It's not going to happen in a year. It, we're we're too far gone. But, but we can start it, and and, right. and we but we need to start it together, white and black and Hispanic together. It, it can't be one party alone. It has to be all of us. I agree completely. And, yep. and, and I, I, I'm right now working on meeting with a lot of different organizations and a lot of black leaders in the community to, to start discussions and start talking about solutions, not problems, but solutions. And I think that, I think the solution from today's episode is clear. Plant that seed. Do one good thing today. One good thing today. Do one good thing tomorrow. Help your Quit brother, man. calling your kids' names. You know, stop doing that, probably. 
Yeah, I think you should stop calling your kids <laughs> I think names. you should stop doing that. <laughs> don't pee on doors. Don't pee on doors. Um, and then also don't surround cops in alleys because, you know, that's, that's a little scary. <laughs> Having trouble getting it up in the bed? <laughs> Relief is now available with no pills, pumps, or embarrassment. Topper Easy Lift is here. With Topper Easy Lift, you can raise your truck bed topper to new heights for easy access and storage of ATVs, canoes, wood, brush, and larger-than-normal loads. Topper Easy Lift can give you the maximum increase of your truck bed, opening from 3 feet to almost 5 feet for easy access from the back or the side. Topper Easy Lift comes complete in a box made of lightweight quality materials. Topper Easy Lift is durable, strong, and easy to install with your own tools. Press a button and Topper Easy Lift's four high-quality actuators raise your truck topper. Topper Easy Lift will make your next camping or hunting trip a cinch. Just raise the topper for a portable room, so never have trouble getting it up in the bed again. Get Topper Easy Lift and rise to the occasion. Check this station website for more details and accessories or click on EasyLiftSystems.com. Get Topper Easy Lift. You'll love it, and the ladies will too. Forty years ago, owner Gene Dubois and his friends sat on his granny's front porch step and discussed cars. Matchbox cars. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. Yeah, this one is perfect. And 40 years later, they're still discussing cars. Only now, the cars have grown a little. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. See? This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. And this one? Yeah, that one's perfect. How about this one? Fact is, anyone can sell cars, but to sell quality, inspected cars, you have to know what a quality, dependable car looks like. And when you've got Gene and his team and all that experience, you can't help but win. Star Auto and Truck Sales not only sells you the car, you also get friendly customer service and no hassle shopping. And because these are hand-picked, quality, mechanically fit cars and trucks, just like on Granny's porch 40 years ago, you get honest value. Something hard to find in today's world. Star Auto and Truck Sales at StarAutoAndTruck.com. Now, back to the best of Minneapolis 911. Uh, you've been in New York all week, huh? I was in New York this weekend. It was so fun. So Except I had, like, one weird incident where I was on the corner. You know, I was visiting a friend in the Upper East Side. And these two guys walked behind me. They're, like, you young kids, you know, like, probably in their teenage years. And I felt something hit my back. And, you know, they walked by nonchalantly. And then I, like, reached back on my sweater and pulled off this gummy black thing. I had the weird Minnesota compulsion to smell. I'm like, is it poop? I don't know what it was. What was it? I don't know. It didn't have an odor. And it was just this black gummy thing that they threw you, and stuck you, to my back. Did you taste it? I I wanted to, but then I felt like that so was going I want, too far. I, I wanted to ask you, did, did you feel safer walking around New York City than you so did Minneapolis? So here is a gr this is great because I did spend the entire weekend in New York City. So M Manhattan, Upper East Side. I went to, you know, the the Village. I went to, yeah, you, you know, went, you went went Brooklyn. I was everywhere. I went Yankee Stadium, everywhere. Now, 
outside of the gummy black substance that I don't know what it was. Right, but it was it was kids. But it was kids, right? Outside of that circumstance, I never once felt unsafe, except when I was leaving the Yankees stadium after they, they played the Mariners. After I was leaving that, I saw a bunch of NYPD outside of the stadium with AK-47s. They're all dri- and then they have these big black sunglasses oh, on. It's very scary. Yeah, we need. And that. so I walked out there, and I was like, "Well, that's terrifying." Well, but everyone else around was like, Didn't care. You know what? You don't mess with New York City. That's right. Right? And, that's what, they, and, and they didn't, and I never had an and issue. That's why, and that's why they don't have crime in their tourist areas. Right. That's what, And that's the mistake Minneapolis has. You know, every city has a bad neighborhood, but the crime stays in the bad neighborhood. The crime doesn't stay in our bad neighborhood because we don't have that intimidating force. I suggested a long time ago get all the cops in black leather with Doberman pinchers and have them with dogs or German shepherds yeah. and have them on the corners all through our entertainment district. And it's intimidating. And guess what? It Sh- does work. It and works, in, in a man. way, you know, I was in New York Times Square too. Like they had all the Mounties there, you know, yeah. ready to go. Like That's there's right. nothing. It's a and, real city. And I actually, I never once felt unsafe. You want to know why? Because it's a grown up city and we're a little baby city that hasn't grown up oh. yet. It's true. I feel so cute. We're a little baby city who has big growing pains right now, and our leaders don't know how to. They don't know how to do it. They don't. They don't know how to do it. You know, we should maybe follow the Giuliani code then, where that he he actually instilled a lot of these policies. That's right. But our city's doing the opposite policies. Ooh, I can't wait to get into those. They are. I mean, we, we they've made. Misdemeanors, ticketable offenses, you know, and you, you can just say I have no ID, and they have to let you go. But they did just make urinating and drinking in public legal in New York City, so well, that that they they yeah. did do that because and the only reason they did it is because they had so many people doing it they couldn't arrest them all. Do you think that black gummy thing that hit the back of my sweater was actually like somebody's urinating? I don't. Then they had a kidney failure well, problem. What what, 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 what the kids look like? They were just normal, like, skater-looking kids. You know, like, just, like, normal, yeah, probably, like, 16, you know what probably was? They probably old. pulled a piece of tar off, off the side of the I'm building. I'm sure they did. But then why me? What did I do to them? Nothing. You know, and I, like, I hope they're listening right just now. Just being kids. What did I do to you to deserve so, that? So I wanted, I wanted to ask you this question because this is a big thing going on in Minneapolis. And I want to know, does New York City, do they have transgender bathrooms? I did not notice any transgender bathrooms There's, at all. Or, or, or unisex bathrooms? No, I didn't notice any of that. None. So it's male and female. I, I did, yeah, I, I only noticed male and female at the airports. You know, you always notice, like, the family restroom. Right. Um, but, well, yeah, no, I didn't notice any any separated bathroom. Because that's a big issue in, in, our, in, our, in our community right now is this transgender bathroom thing, which, I mean, I actually personally know a couple of transgender people and to me, if you didn't say, if you didn't tell, nobody would know. Like the two that I know, they look like beautiful women, and nobody would ever know they weren't women. So why have a transgender bathroom? They could walk in any woman's bathroom. As and a not woman have an myself, issue. so if a if a transgendered female yeah, walks how, in, yeah, how do you feel? Like, to, what do you, yeah. Okay, so so let's let's pretend I I come out of the stall and I see this beautiful woman who I think may have a penis, right? And then 
she goes into the restroom and uses her penis to pee and comes out and we talk about makeup, I'm probably going to be happier that she's there because she's going to help me with my appearance more <laughs> than if it was like a regular, You're probably right. They're good you know, at it. bitchy other woman. They're but, probably going to be more helpful. I so I, I would like them to be in my bathroom. I don't see the point of having an independent transgender bathroom. I just And then I think from the male to perspective, them, too, like, okay, let's say... I one day was like, you know what? I identify as a male, which you know, I'm sure everyone would believe completely. But let's pretend this happened. And I walked into the male's restroom and stood next to a urinal with you, and I had like a tube or something. But that wouldn't would, happen. I, you wouldn't do that. You would, would go into a stall. I would go into a stall. But like, let's pretend. Would you be so traumatized no. that you would have to never go to the bathroom again there. No, it's what I don't saying. think I, you would probably just making... be like, well, that was weird. A girl used a tube to pee. Bye. That's and then you go they're about making, your day. You're making a big deal out of nothing. Yes, I agree completely. I mean, it shouldn't even be a topic in the city of Minneapolis. It just shouldn't be. And and people love to get jump on the bandwagon. Oh, we've got to have transgender bathroom. I mean, get the hell out of here. It's just, well, you know what? And then you have people who are then saying, like, well, we don't want abusers going in there. And, like, Whatever. we don't want this. We don't want this happening. The fact of the matter is if somebody identifies as the other gender, that's their business. And they're probably not bothering you. 99.9% of the time, they're not going to be bothering anyone else. I agree. And I have never had a problem with it. I've seen many transgendered um, females, I'll say, use restrooms that I use in the city of Minneapolis. I've never felt uncomfortable. More often than not, we strike up a great conversation and they give me good skincare products. So... You know, I'm more happy with that than anything. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think it's a problem. And I think that the press and everybody should just drop it. All right, uh, I want to get on to our, our something. some other things that have been bothering me. No, I know. <laughs> like always. Well, uh, I have so many friends that own businesses in, in the warehouse district in downtown. Like most of my friends are business owners downtown. I didn't know you had friends. Yeah, I have a couple friends. You do? Yeah. But they all own most of them. Mostly every friend of, that I have owns a bar. Okay. And they all hate the bike lanes downtown. Like, they want them gone. Oh, I hate them, too. Everybody hates yes. them. But, and and, and, and well, I like well, to bike. But you know what? And I hate so, them. So everybody, I thought everybody hated them. And then a friend, a bar friend, owner, just posted on Facebook, helped me sign this petition to get rid of these bike lanes. And then a million people attacked him. Like, we want the bike lanes. But... Even, oh. But even on the city's website, it says less than 4% of the population of Minneapolis uses the bike lanes. True. What, and I think that's probably an exaggerated number. I'm thinking it's more like 2%. I agree with you completely. So right now, right now, they just passed a new six-mile protected bike pass going to be put out, put in, in downtown Minneapolis on 4th and 7th Street, 1.5-mile or – all the other 15 miles of streets, 15 miles of streets at $2.2 million and then an additional $3 million. And nobody wants them. We left off at bike paths, Nick, and I, you know, I think that you're correct that most of us are against them. I don't know who's using well, them I have in the no, winter. I have no problem with bike paths. I have a problem with bike lanes. Yes. The paths, they can build all the paths they want. 
I'm fine with that pass. But, but dedicated lanes and the money that's going into but, it you know, right now, with the amount of people using them. How many bike lanes are in North Minneapolis? I have no idea. I never go there because I'm terrified. Well, I go there and there's no bike lanes. The only reason why they want to put those bike lanes in, the only reason. So Meet Minneapolis, our tourism department, can brag that we're the biggest bike city in America, friendliest bike city Got in it. America. Got it. Okay. It's, a, it's such a waste of taxpayers' money. And, no, and I can tell you right now, every bar owner, every business owner downtown Minneapolis does not want them there. And there's a petition going right, right now. But the city doesn't they, – they just don't care. They do what they, they think is going to generate people coming here. Tourists are not going to come here and ride a bike. No, I agree with that. Yeah, especially in the middle of our nine months of Antarctica. It's just such yeah, a waste yeah, of taxpayers' yeah, money. I completely agree with yeah, you there. Yeah. Anyway. So you had some other things that you wanted to bring up, which I was really interested in to, as well. I, I did. So uh, I, I wanted to ask you, are you a UFC fan? So – I'm a UFC fan in the sense that I get caught up in the energy of the. So fans. do you actually do you watch it? I've I've watched it um, by proxy. I don't. I mean, do you like I wouldn't, watching? I it? wouldn't make a point of watching two people beat the crap out of each other. See, I I do not. I'm not a fan. I don't like watching it at all. I, I to me, it's just brutal violence. Especially when there's blood squirting out of the guy's face. and It seems a little barbaric. I don't want to see it. You know, like we're in the Coliseum in the Dark Ages. Right. And, I just, you know, I, I we're wanna, all yelling it. and screaming so, over. So yeah. this weekend, I'm in a high-end restaurant. Oh, so fancy. And they have UFC on the TV. There was nobody in there. Except I, for you and your lonely and, self. And I, you know, I was with Nancy. And, and, uh, <laughs> your one friend. And I... <laughs> <laughs> and I asked if they could change the channel because I don't want to see that when I'm eating. Yeah. No one wants to and, see blood squirting on people's faces when you're eating a bloody steak. No. No. I don't. I don't want to see that. No. And, and I had a – it kind of – I was surprised how much it bothered me. Like I couldn't – Stop looking over at that TV. Well, you're easily distracted as it is. And so if there was like a shining light in the corner, I think that would bother you. No, it was bothering me because I don't want to see violence. You don't like the and you don't like the violence. Can I ask what was Nancy's reaction? Was she equally appalled? She was. She hates it. Okay. She she really does. She hates it. Yeah, you know, so I'm not I'm not into it. Like like I said, out of any sport type of situation i get caught up with energy and people's momentum and so a lot of people are into something you know like then well, i don't want to see I, people I hurt feel i'm excited about that but you're right and how many of those people are brain damaged now who oh, participated it. in the, that I mean, event the, right now the, the, they're uncovering tonnage in the yeah NFL. these yeah. players all have brain damage you think and boxers too right do you think that sport's not going to have 10 times more they're getting kicked it's in the terrible. head, not punched yeah, in the head. Yeah, it is terrible. I don't like. I would never order it. I would never pay for it. I would never want to see that. Yeah, I agree with you completely. So this restaurant, though, they they found it uh, like necessary to to put. Like, did they think they were going to get more so they, business? Because you said you guys were like the only ones. Well, in we there. were the only ones there, and uh, I asked to have the TV, the channel changed, and uh, they said they couldn't. And then, well, probably because they paid a million dollars. No, no, no. It wasn't pay per view. It wasn't oh, pay per view. Okay. And then they said they couldn't. So I said, can you turn the TV off? And they said, yeah, we can do that. Oh. So they turned the TV off. Well, you saved some power then, too. Look at you being all green. I just can't watch that kind of violence and eat. 
Yeah, no, I don't think I could eat a. Like, like eat I'm, it. I'm just assuming you're eating a steak. The times I've been, I, in, the times yeah. I've been in a sports bar and, and was forced to watch it, I walked out of there like literally feeling sick. Right. And you know what? The times I've seen real fights on Hennepin or on 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 Nicolette Mall, the same thing. I felt sick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, no one wants seeing to somebody see. get beat up. Yep. It, it makes literally it makes my stomach. I feel sick. I could not agree with you more. So. We're talking about two slightly different things. One is the UFC in general, and two is well, both violence. our violence in the city, and then maybe how, and how you think, we're promoting well, do you, it. Do you think? Do you think people? Do you think people who watch UFC that rubs off on them? They want to go beat somebody up. I know that every time I've seen even a glimpse of it, I feel like hitting you super See? hard <laughs> in the face. So that's uh, where you go. <laughs> I I don't think that it should be on regular television. I think you should have to pay for it. If you want to see it, I don't. I don't think I should have to flick through my channels and it's right in front of my face. Right. I think there should be a warning. I mean, I don't want. My, I wouldn't want my kids to see it. No, I would never want my. But, I mean, to I don't have that. any kids, yeah. but if I did, no. I would not want them to see that. I do have kids, and I know that if they watched it, they would probably kill each other in two minutes. <laughs> I actually know Joe Rogan, who is the, the big announcer for UFC, and you know Joe's a stand-up comic, and uh, at the comedy store, right? Yeah. And uh, they just gave him an ultimatum. Oh. They gave him an ultimatum, either cut the comedy and the podcast what? or be on UFC. That's a mean ultimatum. They did. They just gave him that ultimatum. And what what, what would happen if he chose comedy? Would they, like, punch him in the face? Oh, they fired. They just don't have a oh, job. He just wouldn't have a I job. I think he, he will quit. I think I predict that he will quit UFC. Well, hopefully he will. Because he, he, he does great stand-up comedy. He's got a great act, and his podcast is one of the top in the country. So I doubt he's going to give those up. Everywhere he goes, he has a kid with a, with, a, with a TV camera filming him, and I'm sure he's trying to get a sitcom. So sure. I, I, I think he'll quit UFC. Minneapolis as a city in a whole has really let down our black community, and it's not stepped up. They keep saying they're gone to, and they've been saying it for decades. They haven't stepped up. They, they neglect North Minneapolis. The money never goes into North Minneapolis. I'm so, tired so of hearing. Really I'm tired of hearing all these promises from city council members that, that are trying to run for mayor that they're going to fix. They're going to fix up North Minneapolis. It's all a bunch of lies. The, the people in North Minneapolis deserve better than they have. And it's it's now at this at the point. It's so it's so many young kids that are so desperate for money that they're doing so many illegal things. It's it's going to be harder. Hard, it gets harder and harder to fix every year. So it's going to be tough to fix. So I think I think the point of what I'm hearing you say um, is is there's a lot going on. Number one is is the race race issue, which I think that you made your your point really well. Um, number two is that we're not supporting our police, and there's a huge problem there. We heard that clip. And then number three, you want to plant the seeds, right? So plant the seeds of goodness in in anyone listening today. You know that that we want to hey, do one nice do thing, one a day. nice thing a day, right? Okay. So and we have another clip, I think. That's why you start to a party. Suspicious person at Forty Second and Upton, male in the corner near the church, feeling I'm crazy. I'm going to kill you. Possibly KDP. Squad's on route to Upton. Caller's not hearing the mail saying. You know, there's there's crazy people in, in every race, man. I mean, that guy is just saying, do something so I can shoot you. And I think he's at a church. So, I mean. Was it the Church of the Latter-day Saints? Do we know, <laughs> know which church it was? I do. They don't, they don't, they, have, they give the address, but I don't know the church. 
Let's listen to our first clip. Right. This is a long one. It's all gunfire. And someone's on the shots call at 1515 4th Street South. The original caller called back says they heard two more from the parking lot. Seeing people yelling and gathered at the corner. Uh, heard another three rounds. Shot spotter detected five at 621 29th Avenue. I mean, we got that's a war. We got a war going wow. on. I mean, I'm not kidding you. All those shots were nothing. If I were to record, and they all happened within an hour. That was all between like 3 and 4 a.m. on Saturday night. And that is terrifying. It, it is unbelievable. And if I ever would have kept the record, if I would, I have way more. If I were to put them all in, in a loop like that, we would be here for an hour listening to the shots fired. And, and it, it's amazing. You hear them saying shot, shots activated. So the shot, the shot spotter activators are on the poles. That's how accurate. Oh, and that's but, how their so website they're, gets they're, populated, no, but see, right? So they, they go sh- sh- shot, shot, shot spotter activated. They go there and find the body. Wow. Like that's how that's how accurate shot spotter is, man. That is so scary. It, it is scary. We're, Minneapolis is literally in a war zone. It's a it's a. I mean, I don't. I bet you not. I bet you there was more American shot Saturday night in Minneapolis than there was in Iraq. Do you think that this ha- and this is very? It might sound like a very very. Dumb question, but do you think it has anything to do with the warm weather too? Like, of course, is warm weather, so temp- people are coming out. Temperatures go up. Temperatures go up. But crime now goes we're up. seeing what's been hidden behind closed doors is we've got a lot of, of armed citizens of Minneapolis or a lot of armed visitors. Of course, it's a nice evening. And I don't know. Did you see? Did, 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 you see did, did you see Sunday's headline? I did not. I'll show. Me. I'll show it to you. I have it right here, and I, I want you. I want you to actually read what it says. Your Sunday's paper right here. I can't read, so this is going to be a problem. No, you can read this one. All right. So that's the headline. Front page. Front page. Northside fueling gunfire surge in city. So our 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 gunfire in this quarter, the number was eighty five percent higher than this quarter last year. So it's escalating, and I'm telling you, I'm warning you, I'm warning everybody, this summer in Minneapolis is going to be a bad one. Do you do you recommend that we? And now we're hearing sirens in the background yeah. from our studio. We got here. sirens in our studio. That's perfect timing. Like they're fire. all coming to get you. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> the city council is on to you. <laughs> I I would but, but, say this is 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 what would you recommend until city council gets their act together? Until we make some some serious changes. What do you recommend for the regular citizen of uh, Minneapolis? Stop going out because then our economy is No, failing. you can't stop going out. What you, do we do? If you stop going out, then the criminals win. You know, and that safety in numbers does work. The problem is, like I said, every other city in America, they, they keep the crime in the bad neighborhoods. Our city council doesn't believe in that. They, you know... First of all, there's a big problem with with Metro Transit. You know, if you're if you live in North Minneapolis or any other place and you're on welfare, you get free Metro Transit. 
I did not know that. Okay. Yes, and they sell them on every corner. Okay. Didn't you ever go to the train station and have a guy say, hey, you want to buy a ticket for a dollar? Yeah, I always thought that was just like a ticket for a cool show. No, it's a train <laughs> ticket because they get them for free. So they get the tickets for free through welfare, and they sell them. Okay. So I think that they sh- – and all the kids that come downtown on Friday and Saturday night to start trouble, they all come down light rail. There's nobody on the light rail to check your ticket, so you can just get on the light rail. Good to know. I mean, know. I've, I've rode the light rail a thousand times. I've never been asked for a ticket. Never. Huh. Have, you, have you ever been asked for a ticket? I well, I always have a ticket because you know I'm like a. Good uh, but I have, t- but I have a ticket girl. too. But I've never been asked for it. I yeah, I don't. I maybe I don't fit the profile of somebody who would be asked. Although they ask everybody. But they should have asked you. I would definitely ask but you if I, I was on that train. Like, and if I was in charge, I'd ask I, you first. I, I always have my ticket. <laughs> right, I would gonna, check it we're double. Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna go to our next nine one one call, and this one this one really disturbs me. <laughs> So that 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 those clips right there scare me. So I can see a, one insane person or one criminal committing crime. But when you have groups of eight to ten people all in cahoots to, to they were cutting that girl's bedroom window screen with eight guys were going to go in there and do what? How that you, is very scary. How do you get eight people on that same mentality? That yeah. I mean, does, isn't there one person in the group you're going, hey, this might not be a good idea? Maybe there was, and he was the ninth guy who wasn't and then, there. And, but then yeah. the, and then the first one was eight people beating up on one person. Well, you'd think there'd be one. Yeah, like some some kind of sane mind amid the group. I'm telling you, it's a trend. It's a trend in the Twin Cities of these group they call mob robs. It's a trend, and it, it only exists here. I, I have friends all over the country, and I, I ask them, do you ever hear mob robs? They go, no, what's that? And I don't know what started in this part of the country, but it's only here. And it scares me because my gun only has five bolts. For a solution, before we close up tonight, you know, like we're, we're noticing trends. We're noticing a lot of heightened activity that's horrible. What do you recommend that th- a regular person would do I then think we to got, go downtown Minneapolis right now? I think that we have to get that village mentality going and get store owners and, shop, and club owners and shop owners to take care of their own blocks and, and, and secure their blocks. And you see somebody, you see something wrong, you take care of it. It's very similar to, like, the Philly and New York City Yeah, you take care attitude. of your neighborhood, man. Right. You don't yep. screw around in my neighborhood. Get out. Right. And don't piss on my doorstep. And, and that doesn't happen here. Everybody turns a blind eye. And if you keep – I say it a million times, denial solves nothing. And we will fail as a city if we don't get together as a village. We will fail. Well, let's do it then. Let's get together. All right, we'll see you guys next week. This is Ellie Nick and Hesse Ray on Minneapolis 911. You know, I want to apologize to our guest, Mayor Betsy Hodges. Unfortunately, we just ran out of time. You have been listening to Minneapolis 911 with Ellie Nick and Hesse Ray. Join us and download a new show every Wednesday at 9 a.m. on the Tom Bernard Network and at Minneapolis911.com. For further information on today's and past shows, Log on to Minneapolis911.com. 
Minneapolis 911 post-production provided by Zachariah Putney. This show is a Robert W. Morgan production. I'm Casey Moon. Thank you for listening to Minneapolis 911.